hi and welcome to deep diving and welcome to the first episode today we're talking about what it's like to feel like you're in a slump or what it's like to feel like you're stuck in a rut and how to get out of one so i've decided to only talk about things as far as i can to talk about things that i'm currently facing and i'm in such a bad slump right now and let me tell you what it's like what's feeling for me okay so i'm i'm currently extremely unmotivated i'm super tired all throughout the day i don't feel like doing anything i don't feel like studying i don't feel like working i'm not being able to sleep at night because i'm on my phone just wasting time that's making me nap during the day a lot and that's making me feel guilty for not working in the day and sleeping i don't feel like eating i don't feel like cooking for myself and these are all things that i love to do on a usual basis but for some reason right now i just can't get myself to do any of these things and that's what it's like for me when i'm in a slump being in a slump basically means when you're just unmotivated and fatigued for a reason that you're not really sure of it kind of feels like you're burnt out but it's a little different from a burnout and we're going to break down why i think being in a slump is very annoying and how we can possibly work through these feelings so when i'm in a slump i'm incredibly hard on myself because till the time i've not figured out the reason for why i'm behaving the way i do i just feel like i'm super lazy and i hate being lazy i hate being unproductive because it makes me feel like shit to be very honest so i'm super hard on myself and i keep telling myself like what are you doing during the day like what what what's going on i'm not you're not doing anything you're so useless you have one job you just have to study and you have to get through the semester and you're not doing it and you promised yourself that you'll do it and you'll be productive and you're not doing it and you're so stupid and you can't even do this and that's just like the trajectory of my mind throughout the day but if someone else in the, is in this phase i'm super empathetic and i i am like oh my god i get it like i go through that all the time and you have to be nice to yourself and you know don't beat yourself up for it or anything and i'll i'll give them tips and you know like i'll tell them like what i think will help them get over this but i forget to tell myself these things when i'm actually going through it myself so this is just like a little psa for everyone who feels like they're in a slump including me this episode's also for me so okay let's break down some of the causes why we're in those like slumpy moments i don't think slumpy is a word but let's just roll with it so one of the major reasons i think people are in a rut these days is because of the seasonal changes and it might seem a little disconnected but if you think about it winter is a time where a lot of people kind of just slow down and i'm saying physically as well as well as like mentally we also have this thing called seasonal depression which is just like a depression flare up in the winter season or in the fall season because some for some reason when it gets cold and a little gloomy you know the the 
daylight hours are less and it's getting dark sooner maybe not as much where i live but just in general like the temperature drops by 3 degrees and i feel like everything's changing so when it's getting cold out you're more likely to maybe stay in on a day when you were going to go out and stay in bed and just do nothing like have a lazy day to yourself and that's valid but sometimes for people like me that can start snowballing into a slump even when i'm sick so i fell sick around 10 days ago again because of the seasonal changes and everyone's kind of has a everyone has a cold right now so when i got a cold i spent a few days in bed and then i found it increasingly hard for me to get out of bed every day even though my cold had gone i was not sick anymore it was just difficult for me to get out of that habit that i kind of accumulated over the last few days of just not doing anything and i did that because i was sick so i didn't have any guilt but when there's no symptom and there's no cause and i'm still behaving in a non-productive way that kind of gets a little dangerous for me so it's like a kick start to slowing things down and then it just feels like it's never getting back to normal another reason why you could find yourself in this like stuck phase is if you've had an anxiety flare up if you're someone who goes through anxiety or has like increased feelings of anxiousness an incident which caused your anxiety to flare up can cause you to shut down if you don't deal with it in that situation so i believe that if there's something that's like kind of instigated you in some way if it's brought up some feelings that you don't want to deal with or you haven't dealt with in the past it's going to either make you work on them or it's going to make you shut down so if you shut down you're more likely you're more likely to be in a slump when you just kind of physically shut down as well you're not doing your things anymore you're not you know working on yourself and you're not doing like your daily tasks that's when you're kind of avoiding dealing with what's going on inside your head most of the times i feel like there's an underlying emotional cognitive or mental reason to being stuck in a slump or being in a rut and that makes me feel like there's two kinds of ruts if you have to say that one is physical and one is mental so when you talk about a physical slump it comes from like physical exterior reasons like lack of sleep lack of proper eating lack of exercise if you're used to exercise on a daily basis maybe you know you you have your exams coming up or you have a deadline coming up and you haven't been able to sleep on time or get your 8 hours that is a physical reason that causes you to slow down because after a point your body is going to get tired and exhausted and that's like that's like burnout right but when you feel like you're shutting down like externally that also has some kind of mental underlying reason so the a mental slump is when your mind is so overworked beyond a point maybe it's gone through a lot of emotions in the last few days or 
there's again some kind of overwhelming experience that you have not dealt with correctly and that can cause a slump also another example of a slump is just like a repetitive thing that you've had to do for like a really long time which just eventually causes you to give that up and just not do it for a while because it it can get very exhausting to do one thing over and over again and there's only so many times you can do it before you kind of give up automatically for example um i was a guitar student for the longest time i've been playing for around 7 years almost and in my class where i used to learn we also had examinations to give and from experience i will say that if you have a hobby do not bring some kind of test or assessment into it because it kind of sucks out the fun eventually like we have enough tests going on in life and i don't think we need extra assessments in things that we solely like to do for the heck of it so i i used to give like these trinity grade exams from this college in london and there were a lot of levels to it so the highest level is level 8 and i was on level 6 at the time and that's when i started to feel like my favorite hobby in the world was turning into like a slump for me and it felt so bad because i would have to like force myself to play the guitar for like 15 hour 15 15 15 minutes actually at a time and it was so sad for me to see myself go from like someone who loved to play the guitar and you know kind of took it as like my break from life to having to take a break from the guitar because i was just so done with it and that's because i had to play three songs that i had to perform in the examination over and over again for more than a year so i was playing the same things i was not playing anything else to like not distract myself and that put me in such a rut that once my exam was over i gave up playing the guitar for like a year straight like i haven't i hadn't touched the guitar for months and then once when when i did go back to it i still haven't gotten back to it like whole like fully like i'm still playing maybe once in two weeks or once in a month and it's just so weird for me because there used to be a point where i would play for 3 hours a day straight without getting tired so something like an overly repetitive experience can also make you like get stuck in a rut and in extreme cases like mine that rut la- la- lasted for like more than a year so there's that so these are like some of the reasons why you may be in a slump some of them honestly they could vary i think from person to person and that's when you need to like sit down and kind of think about why you're behaving the way that you do and it may seem like sometimes there's no answer like sometimes i find myself in a slump and i just don't know why i'm behaving like that but if i spend enough time and energy on thinking about what i'm feeling like like deep down like actually the reason why i'm in a slump eventually does come up to the surface and it comes on its own and i'm like okay yeah that's why i'm behaving the way that i do because i'm just so tired from like xyz thing so those are some of the reasons why we're a little exhausted sometimes 
and now let's talk about the solutions that I've kind of collected over the years to get myself out of the slump that like the slumps that I've faced over the years because I'm someone who is a little toxically productive you can say so when I'm unproductive I will go to hell and back to find a reason and find find a solution to get out of the slump as soon as possible so I can get back on track and I can do my things and I can finish my assignments on time and stuff so for easy understanding I've kind of divided the solutions into short term and long term because Long-term solutions are actually the solutions that we should be implementing. But unfortunately, we don't always have the time for them. And that's kind of sad to think like you don't have time to work on your mental health. But that's something that I say to myself a lot. And I'm sure people do think that, okay, I don't have time for this right now. When it's like an important thing. But I get it. Like, you know... some of us are students we're working we have a lot of things going on and even though we need like a personal day sometimes we just don't have the choice for that like there's no space to take time to yourselves and you have to wait till you get a little bit like freer to kind of work on those issues so that's when the long that's where the short-term solutions come in to just give you like a temporary fix if you could say so that you can get back on track, you can finish the work that you have to do on the deadline and then you can, you know, kind of go back to the problem and get to the root of it. So let's go through some of the short-term solutions. The first thing that I like to call is fake it till you make it. And let me start by saying that it might not be the healthiest way but it's something that works for me. So I was watching this YouTuber and she was like one of those lifestyle gurus, but she put down the facts in a very like no shit way. Like she was just like, you know, if you're not happy with the way you're behaving, if you feel like you're unproductive, if you feel like you're stuck in a rut, just stop. And it might sound like being like, okay, you know what? You're you're anxious. Just don't be anxious. Don't don't have those thoughts. Like it's not that easy. But she said, and this is something that sticks for me because that's how my head thinks sometimes. This might not work for everyone. Again, it's like it it varies from person to person. But if you're like me, then like a no bullshit solution is what I need sometimes like I just need someone to tell me exactly what to do and I'll just try my best to do it and get myself out of it so she said that you know if you're not happy with the way you're behaving think about what your highest self would do think about how that person would behave on a day-to-day basis like you know you wake up at 11 a.m because you're tired and you want to wake up at 7 a.m and go for a run but you don't have the energy for it you wake up at 11 a.m 12 p.m you don't have breakfast you have lunch at 2 p.m and you take a nap and then before you know it it's 6 p.m and the day is over and you've done nothing and you go back to sleep Think about what your highest self would do in that situation. That person would get up probably 
at 7 a.m. No matter how tired they were, they would try to go on like a walk or do some sort of physical exercise. They would make themselves a healthy breakfast to get a head start on the day and to feel like, you know, just healthy and refreshed for the day. And they would go around doing all their chores, doing their work. So visualize your highest self and just act like you're her till you actually start doing those things on your own. And that's something that works for me when I'm on a deadline. So if I'm being unproductive, if I'm if I'm feeling a little mentally exhausted and I don't have the time for that, I kind of play a game with myself and I just pretend like I'm acting in a role of like I'm I'm acting like I'm that girl. I'm acting like my highest self and she does not have time for anything. She is focused. She is mentally recharged even though I'm not at that time and she knows what she wants to do. So she gets cracking and that's what I try to do. And I just kind of slap myself and put some, you know, like wash my face and I'm like, okay, let me get to this task and I'll finish the task and I'll feel a little bit better but because I'm not doing that well mentally I'll have to take a break after that so that's something that I like to do I just basically lie to myself and believe make myself believe that I have the energy for something when I always like when I don't always have the energy for it and I just try my best to get through the task as my highest self would another thing that I like to do is follow this three second rule for that's mainly for procrastination so again i saw this guy on a random like tiktok video and he said that if you think about it when you're on your phone that's when you feel like you're in a slump most of the time right like there'll be this one hour that you just you're just like mindlessly scrolling through tiktoks or through the reels on instagram and you're not really paying attention to the real world and it feels like that scrolling paralysis or whatever there's a term for it that my friend told me it's called like scrolling paralysis or something where basically you can't stop scrolling and you kind of want to and you want to get on with your day but the reels and the internet in general is just so addictive that we're all just kind of glued to our phones and there's you won't even notice like when two hours have gone by and you're just mindlessly scrolling through your phone so when you're scrolling and there's like no end to it if you listen to yourself there's kind of a little tiny voice in your head being like okay, these reels are getting a little ridiculous now and they're not making any sense and we need to like get on and do our work and we have like three tasks to do today and we should really like get to them and get off our phone. That little voice in your head lasts for around three seconds before the scrolling takes over again. So you have three seconds to act on that instinct and get yourself out of that procrastination mode. It's like it's like you're hypnotized almost. Like 
that's what I believe scrolling on Instagram feels like. I feel like I'm hypnotized and there's a voice in my head that's alive and saying that, okay, this is like, I need to get my eyes away from the screen because it's getting a lot and I've spent like two hours on my phone and I feel like shit and I don't want to do this anymore. But for some reason, I can't put my phone down. So when you get that thought, just say like one, two, three out loud and get off that phone so when I'm on my phone and I'm not gonna lie I scroll through reels as much as the next person I spend hours on it on end and I don't really have the time to do that so when I'm scrolling on my phone and I get that little voice in my head I say one two three and before I can second guess or like I can scroll on like one more reel that'll suck me into that thing again I throw my phone literally at the other end of the room and I get up I look outside the window and I just rub my eyes for like a minute and I sit down and I'm like okay what do I need to get done let me just start with one thing and that's usually how I get out of like that little scrolling mania thing so that's when you're like you know you're on a slump because of the internet or because of your phone or just like any other thing when you feel like you're procrastinating you're just lying in bed just kind of give yourself three seconds to snap out of it and tell yourself that once you're done with your task you can get back to being in bed or get to your phone later the next thing is to go outdoors for however much time you have if you're at home and you feel like you're exhausted you feel like you just can't go on anymore if you're working or you're studying or you know you're writing up an assignment and you're feeling like a writer's block you can't write anymore just try to go outdoors however like wherever you can go so I stay in an area where there's no garden like there's no garden or park like immediately outside my house so what I try to do is I think of an errand that I need to run and I just go for a walk and I do my errand and I come back so I'll usually have to take a couple of printouts or I'll have to go to my tailor and pick something up so I walk I go on my little sad girl walk if you will and I put on music and I just go walking and I get my errands done and then I'll probably pick up like a fruit juice on the way to reward myself for getting out of the house because rewarding yourself is important and I'll just drink my juice and I'll come back home and I feel so much better for just doing like a simple task because I've gotten something done I've had something nutritious and I've also been outdoors and had a change of pace so that usually resets me for another couple of hours before I feel exhausted again because again all of these are short-term solutions when the long-term solution is to try and figure out why you're in a slump and get out of that zone for like a permanent amount of time this is all just temporary when we don't have the time for it so go outside and I'm aware that at this point I sound like an old woman saying don't be on your phone go outside but these things actually do help when you really need to just change a couple of things around you 
the next thing is to try and do something that you haven't done in a while so in my case that's playing the guitar because it's something right now that I haven't been doing since a while so if I'm feeling like I'm in a slump or I'm just stuck emotionally music is usually the way I get it out I'm not a very good talker I'm trying to get there now but I'll listen to some music or I'll just pick up my guitar and play whatever I feel like or you know I I like to paint sometimes usually when I'm sick I've noticed that's a pattern so whenever I'm sick and I feel like I'm doing nothing productive I'll sit down and I'll paint a little something that's not very good sometimes it's I'm not a good artist but you know I'll just paint to like feel better so picking up a hobby that you don't really work on actively is something that will give you a nice change of pace and that's kind of refreshing and again you feel like you've done something productive so you feel like doing more things that are productive and you know you'll probably get to your task and finish it next is to dance and I'm not saying to dance if you're a dancer I'm saying that you need to dance like the way they dance it out in Grey's Anatomy if anyone's watched the show um, there are two characters on the show that just kind of they they call this thing called like dancing it out where they'll play just any song and they just jump around for like five minutes straight and they get out everything in their system in like a physical way so they'll shake their head they'll shake their arms and the characters usually end up feeling better after they've danced it out and I want to try that out in real life to see if it works so when I was overwhelmed once with something that was going on I think at college or something like something was going on and I was like you know what I'm gonna dance it out because I was watching Grey's Anatomy at the time so I put on a song and like a crazy person I jumped around in my room alone for like maybe 10 minutes straight and when I was done I actually felt so good I felt like a new person and that actually helped me and I'm not a dancer like any in any way I'm not a good dancer I I don't know how to dance I feel like dancing is a very cool hobby that I wish I had learned when I was a child but I didn't stick to it so I'm talking like dance it out in a way that you think is comfortable just put on a song that you really enjoy something upbeat and just go for it or if you don't want to dance just like do 50 jumping jacks and I swear that like that little I think the endorphins that get pumped into your body that's something that helps the next thing that's a short-term solution according to me is changing your workspace and I'm aware that you know you don't have time to like do a full like deep cleaning around the house and everything so just changing the place where you usually sit and work is something that can help when you're stuck in a slump everything kind of feels the same nothing feels new and nothing feels like you know like okay this is exciting because everything's the same from one day to the next it feels a little repetitive so you need a change 
in your physical surrounding something that you can see and get inspired by and that's why changing your workspace is a good idea because if you just move things around maybe put out a painting that you had in your cupboard that you didn't have on your table or put out something that you like looking at just like some piece of decor or something that just makes you feel a little, little better so if you think about it it's all these tiny tiny things that you're kind of building up to make your day a little better than it's going and that's how you kind of kickstart getting out of the slump just the way you kickstarted getting into it so i think those are some of the short-term solutions oh there's one more okay so the last one is this new thing that i read again and it basically said that when you feel like this is more of like an academic um, suggestion if you're feeling fatigued and you feel like you can't study and you know you like you've not begun your assignment and you don't know where to begin usually the problem is getting started once you've gotten started like it's easy to continue but getting started is the real problem so tell yourself that you have only 10 minutes of work to do again this is lying to yourself but for the good reasons so when i need to study a chapter to get to do well on a test and i don't know where to start and i'm just really not looking forward to it i tell myself that okay i just need to read this for 10 minutes and then i can take a break and then i can stop you can tell yourself five minutes you can tell yourself 10 minutes it's up to you the thing is that once you're done with the 10 minutes you're in that momentum of studying and you probably will forget that you told yourself to study for 10 minutes once you get the ball rolling it's going to be easier to continue so tell yourself that you need to work for 10 minutes only and just sit down and before you know it you will be on your way hopefully so these were some of the short-term solutions for when you don't have the time to sit and figure out why you're feeling the way that you do but if you do have the time hopefully let's go over some of the things that i like to do to get out of a slump so the first thing that i would suggest is taking a clean break like this is a subjective piece of advice taking a clean break if i give an example again me taking a year long break from playing the guitar some people weren't on board with that my dad for example was really upset my mom too and they were upset because they saw me growing up with something that i was so passionate about and they were really upset to see me throw it away in the span of one day and just not go back to it again and they didn't understand why i was just not practicing anymore and they were really upset and they told me a bunch of times to get back to it but i just couldn't because unknowingly or maybe subconsciously i needed a good clean break from playing the guitar because i was just so tired of doing the same thing over and over again that i became very averse to it 
so I took like a year long break. I wouldn't have had the time to do that if I had an exam coming up, but because I had the time, I took a break and now I do see myself getting back to it in the near future, hopefully next week or next month. And but I I see myself getting out of it. I see myself getting out of that break, and that's because after such a saturated moment of time where i was doing that and nothing but that i needed an equal amount of time where i was not touching that thing at all so if you're super saturated with studying like you know how our parents tell us that okay it's just like two more years of studying and then you're free and then once the two years are over oh it's just like one more year of studying and then you're free So if you have your exams coming up you feel like you're in a slump you can't get through the deadlines and everything once that period of time is over take a good clean break do not study or do not like work unnecessarily unless you have to like we usually get like a break between one semester and the next and i truly believe that in that break there's absolutely no need to start studying for the next semester and to be like there's no need to pull a hermione granger you can take a good break because that's what you need to kind of reset and get back to normal so taking a clean break is a good idea in my opinion but it might not work for someone and that's okay the second thing that is a long term solution or maybe like something that needs a little bit more time and effort is to change your routine entirely and i'm talking like the big changes so maybe if you work out in the evening every day work out in the morning instead if your schedule allows you to or if you're taking you know your lunch break at a particular time maybe take it at a different time maybe a little later or a little or a little before um and just like changes like that basically your changes in your day to day routine which kind of sticks because that would kind of break the pattern of monotony and that is one of the reasons why we're stuck in a rut so one of the solutions that i think helps is just doing a 180 on your lifestyle or your daily routine and trying something new maybe um looking up your favorite youtuber's routine and if that's something that you can adapt to trying that out for like a week or something or trying out different content creators like productive routines as like a little challenge to you know like switch things up and trying out new things the most helpful thing that you could do for yourself in my opinion is just sitting with yourself for however long it takes you to figure out what's going on in your head and i mean sitting without your phone obviously but also sitting without music or any kind of external thing that could distract you in a way that there's no extra thoughts except yourself and there's nothing that you you can hear or see except what's going on inside so i like to just lie down and just stare at the ceiling literally and just think about 
what I'm feeling and if there's something that's upset me in the last few days or something that's angered me and if I didn't pay enough attention to it and if there's something going on that's kind of been cooped up inside that I haven't let out I think about those things and I say to myself that okay I'm gonna deal with this it might be a little uncomfortable but just let me go through it so I can get on with my regular day-to-day life I either cried out so I would just like I I love just taking half an hour to myself and letting out all my emotions in the form of tears because after that a I feel much better and b my skin looks so good and I can get some great pictures no but actually like Sitting down and letting yourself feel the emotions is the best thing that you could do for yourself. And I think that's something that will really, really help getting out of that rut that you're stuck in. Um, If thinking about them is not enough, you can always pen them down, write them down, maybe write in a journal or talk to someone that you trust I usually turn to my best friends and lately I've also been talking to my parents in a very um, honest way so I sit down with them and I like to just treat them as friends and I give them a warning before that okay I don't really want to hear anything I don't really want your advice I just need like a sounding board so if you're okay with that I just need to vent about what I'm feeling and what I'm going through so that I can feel a little bit better. That usually helps. Like having a sounding board, of course, making sure that they're in the right space to help you out and just like listen to you. That's something that I think is good. In this entire phase of getting out of a rut and starting things once again, when you've kind of just been in one place for a while it's really really important to be patient with yourself like I'll be trying to get myself to be productive again all the time while beating myself up in my head for being so lazy and for wasting so much of time when I could be doing so many different things and working on my deadlines and getting things off my to-do list But getting productive again when I'm so hard on myself can be near impossible. So it's very important to be nice to yourself and just allow yourself to lack sometimes so you could pick up the pace on other occasions. And to not be mean to myself. I like to envision what I would say to someone that I love a lot. So I talk to myself the way I would talk to them. I would not be a bitch to them, right? So I try not to be a bitch to myself also. And I think the last thing that's important to say is that while we can try all of these solutions, if you're still feeling a little uncomfortable 
if you're still feeling unmotivated to the point where it's interfering with your daily life like you're behind on deadlines you're behind on the things the basic things that you have to do every single day maybe it's something beyond our help and maybe we need to talk to a professional about it so i don't think that's a bad idea to get some professional help just maybe one session with someone who can like who's licensed and who has the ability to help you figure out what's going on and kind of nudge you in the way to finding yourself again i think that's it for the episode today I hope I've covered everything that I sat and thought about while thinking about today's topic and if there's something I have missed I will be saying it the next time I record a podcast episode. So stay tuned for the next episode. Hopefully it will be up soon. I hope you enjoyed listening and didn't feel like it was too preachy. So thank you for listening if you're still here. and i will see you guys the next time